It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X, Matt Hall's here. Hey, it's Monday. Hey, thank you for doing the news this morning. On Mondays, I do the news. That's That's, a, I do it for fun, you know? Matt's the local news guy. He raises his hand when they say, we need somebody. I like to use my news voice. And now the news you need to know. So glad you don't actually do that when you do the news. Everybody stop what you're doing and listen to me. But you're up on the local news thing. You know what's going on around town. Sure. And uh, I want to talk about these bird scooters. Uh, Send me a text, 59457. Text Kev and whatever you want to say to 59457. Talking about these bird scooters that are coming. Uh, I've heard about this in places like Chicago, L.A., New York, wanting to try things like this uh, and them not going so well. Were you here, Matt, back in 2018 when they tried the line bikes in Rockford? Uh, I just sort of got here as that was happening. Okay, the line bike situation uh, did not go well. I hear they ended up at the bottom of the river. They were in the river. Somebody put one up in a tree. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just it was just disrespect of, of this service that was being offered. Right. And uh, now they want to try it again, this time with uh, electronic scooters. Or ele- I say not electronic, but electric scooters, uh, and I'm wondering if you, if you, what you actually know about this. You heard a lot about this. I haven't heard much about it, but I hope it works out. You know, I'm I'm hoping for the best. Well, here here's what I'm here's what I'm wondering. Do we need this? Is this something we need in the city of Rockford? Because it's not a really big city. It's not huge. There's not. A whole lot of ground to cover if you're walking to work. You know, if you go if you go downtown and have to work downtown. It's true. You know, we don't have like a, you know, there's not a whole lot of taxi cabs in Rockford, you know, that take people around. So we- maybe like down by like the water and the, and the walks and things like that. But, uh, you know, you're just going to start seeing people taking them down Alpine and that's just going to upset me when I'm driving. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe in the downtown area, but anything outside the downtown area, why? What? Why? I'm wondering what they look like because they're 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 not like they're not like motor scooters, right? They're not like uh, you see motor scooters, right? Oh yeah, they're not those. They're they're more like the the razor scooters. Remember razor scooters that kids were busting their faces on? When I was a kid, we used to have scooters. Yeah, like the you stand on them and you kind of like surf on them a little bit. Right. It was kind of handlebars. It's kind of like Marty McFly. You know, he breaks yes, the handles. Yes, it off is. And uses it's exactly like that. Right, but this is this is like that, but smaller and electronic. So, what's the learning curve? Do I need to figure out how to work this thing? That's true. Uh, on my own. Is there going to be lessons? I don't know. People is, are going to be biting it all over the place on these things. Right. Is there going to be like a town-wide bird scooter training course that you can go to? I don't know. Are people going to be racing them? What's going on with that? I, I don't know. I don't know how fast they can go. I'm sure they don't go much faster than five. 10 miles per hour, and then at that point, you might as well just walk. Well, it sounds like something we need to check out here. I um, know. On the, uh, I'm thinking video on social that's, media. That's exactly what I was going for. Of Matt Hall busting his face on a bird scooter. You, you think you could make one too? <laughs> you think you could ride one? <laughs> I'll race. Let's I, race them. I bet. It doesn't feel like something for people our age or older. You know, like we're in our late 30s. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like our age and older is kind of missed out on the bird scooter thing. I got a car, you know what yeah, I mean? Right, I, right. I, it's kind of like with a bike. I stopped riding my bike as soon as I got Right, and not to rub that in on people who don't, but I feel no. like by the time you get to the scooter and you have to get the app out and sign yourself in mm-hmm. and log in to get the scooter, that you might as well just have walked to work anyway. Well, let me tell you, I had a, a nice little story about that. So in Chicago, they have the uh, Divi bikes. I don't know if you've seen those, the blue bikes all over the city. Right, that's much like the line bikes that they had here. Right, so what you have to do, though, is dock them Every few hours, like you have to dock them in a station. If you don't, you get uh, charged for the full amount. And the bike police show up at your door. Yeah, so I received a nice little bill from the city of Chicago for like three hundred and fifty dollars because I didn't dock my bike in the appropriate amount of time I was supposed to. So I'm wondering <laughs> if that's going to be the same case here. If you don't dock your your scooter, if you're going to get charged, which it probably will. Right. If you have to sign in on an app, your name, your email address, mm-hmm. whatever is attached to this bike. Why would people be throwing the bikes in the river like like in Rockford, through like you're being charged for that, and you might get in trouble. I don't exactly, get it. your name's on it. So just remember before you come up. Hey, you know what'd be funny? No, just think. Here's a question. I wonder if there's gonna be any kind of helmet ordinance. Like, there's can, another question. You bust your head open, man. I know this. I mean, I I ride motorcycles, uh, which go a lot faster, and but still, I feel like you could really injure yourself. I don't know. I don't. I'm. 
I feel like I'm not I'm being uncool here, like being the the parent. Yeah, you Captain Bringdown. You know, it's gonna be <laughs> I'm not trying to bring people down. It's gonna be a whole lot. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun watching people on these scooters. I tell you that, much. Uh, from the seven seven nine, a text came in. They'll just end up in the river like the bikes. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to wait and see. See, that's part of the fun. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it's not going to cost the city a lot of money. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, officials in Rockford saying it's not going to cost the city a dime, which is good. Well, there it's going to like there, it's like a pilot program. Uh, there is a cost to rent one of the bikes. You got to be 18 years old. Uh, it's one dollar to access the scooter. Then it's 15 cents a minute after that. So Matt, it's basically like calling 1-800 Big Boobs <laughs> back in the 90s. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Time to get going with our weekly dose of good news. A lot of crappy news out there. We'd like to cleanse your palate weekly with some positive stories from around the country, around the world, and right here in our very own backyard. So we'll start with this. A high school senior in Missouri saved up more than $1,000 to help pay his own way through college next year. But then, as a stroke of fate, he got a $43,000 scholarship. So he's using that money that he saved to help pay another kid's tuition. See, I feel like the average person, myself included, might be like, hey, I got an extra $1,000. I'll just buy a PlayStation 5. But this kid paid another kid's tuition with it, which is just very good, very heartwarming. Good stuff right there. Little rags to riches story here involving a dog in New Jersey. He was at a shelter last year for eight months and nobody wanted to adopt him because he had way too much energy. But then a police officer started working with him back in September and uh, he's now... Got a job as a police dog. Well done. Yeah. Another dog story that's pretty cool. Back in 2009, a 15-year-old kid tried to get a dog park built in his town in northern New Jersey, and his mom was a big fan of that idea, but sadly, she's no longer with us. But before she passed away, he told her he would get it done. He made her a promise. So he spent the last 12 years raising $85,000 to pay for it. And uh, this weekend, it finally opened just in time for Mother's Day. That's a cool way to honor your mom, dude. And some local good news. I don't know if you read about this, but uh, last Friday it was announced that all Rockford Park District pools were going to be open this summer. They made a a post on Facebook, Rockford Park District did, uh, saying that the uh, Sand Park pools will open on Saturday, June 12th. Aquatic Center and Alpine Pool are going to open on June 19th of this year. So uh, you can read about that and many more positive local stories at Rock River Current. Dot com And that is your weekly dose of good news. The one and the only. 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kevin. It's time for your weekly celebrity dump. This is where Matt Hall and I rip on celebrities for being... I don't know. D-bags? Yeah. Douchebags. Idiots. Jerks. Well, I said we rip on them for going out and achieving. But then you said, no, we do it because they're D-bags. Most of the time. Yeah, Most of the time they are. If celebrities were good people, we wouldn't have to do this. Some of them are, and some of them are just the worst people on earth. Yeah. Uh, So we'll start with these two. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez may be back together. Oh, well, thank goodness. They were seen together in Montana because, as you know, that's where you go to pretend that it's the late 90s again. (laughs) Is that the hot spot, Montana? No, but they were uh, seen together in Montana and appeared to be in a relationship. Uh, Sources say, though, that Jennifer has already broken it off. Which can only mean that she finally got around to watching Batman v Superman. That don't even get me started on that piece of. <laughs> that was disgraceful. That entire movie. I uh, I mean, who saw that coming though? Really? What J Lo and and uh... Ben Affleck? I mean, they were a thing for a very short time. Who saw that getting together in the first place? And now, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought she was dating what's his face, uh, steroid guy Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. I think they were married. Weren't they were they? Ma- I, I can't keep up. I don't know. I can't either. But yeah, no, they're, they they broke it off. Oh, okay. They're done. And now she's already back with Ben Affleck. Well, I'm sure Ben Affleck is for like five minutes in Montana. Yeah, wasn't he busy dating like a 23 year old or something too? I, I thought I saw like he was on one of those dating apps where he swiped on like a, a 19 year old or something. Which brings us back to our original point: celebrities are douchebags. <laughs> True. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I'm much better, but I'm saying that most celebrities are douchebags. Not this guy, though. Not this guy. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. I like Mark Wahlberg. Seems to be a pretty good dude. Uh, But gain weight for an upcoming movie, Mark Wahlberg is eating 7,000 calories a day. You know, I saw 
the picture. They had a picture of him. So he's like jacked on one side of the picture and then the other after picture. He looks like me or you. Like he, <laughs> I don't know how like that happens in the span of a month. Is he going for the dad bod? Yeah. Oh, it's worse than that, oh, so man. so it's not muscle he's trying no, to gain. It's, he, it's, it's just, yeah. He yeah. looks like an average dude. Who's he going to play? James Corden? <laughs> you don't. Boy, you do not like him. <laughs> I don't. Any any chance I get. Uh, nothing to do with him being fat, though. It's just James Corden's annoying. He's just annoying. You're right. Well, I like, it's for a movie, they say, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what it's all about. I would assume that he's eating all those calories to gain the weight in his junk. You know, Wait. just trying to get that Dirk Diggler girth that he had in Boogie Nights. People, you know what? That movie was surprisingly good. That was an excellent movie. And it had all sorts, all sorts of famous people in it. Oh, seriously, it is a great cast. And we I've gone over this in great detail on this show. Uh, our listener, Frank, who calls in occasionally, uh, he and I had a long talk about this movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the junk that... That he displays at the end there? Yeah, apparently prosthetic. It was. I read that, yeah. too. That's not all Wahlberg. <laughs> Although if I was him, I'd say it was. You know, I'd be like, yeah, that's all me. But it was it was not. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure he's going for fat and muscle, but at 7,000 calories a day, I would develop the biggest Kim Kardashian ass on planet Earth. It all goes right to my it goes right to my gut and my ass for some reason. I'd have man boobs. I'd probably have a good <laughs> C cup, probably, or possibly D. Yeah. Uh, speaking of big asses, Kim Kardashian is in the middle of a smuggling case. Did you know that? In her in her butt? Well, no. I mean, I, I'm not sure if she smuggled this particular <laughs> artifact in between her massive cheeks, which she might get away with. I'm not sure if an x-ray machine can go all the way through that thickness. Maybe. I'm not sure if that can happen. Uh, but she said uh, or she's uh, in the middle of a smuggling case because about five years ago, she bought a statue oh. in Italy. And apparently... It wasn't supposed to leave the country, but she brought it back to the U.S. And now the art dealer is begging her to bring it back in her butt, maybe in her butt. I don't know. <laughs> but she said she only stole the statue because she wanted something in her life with more of a personality than Kanye West. Oh, I knew that was coming. That's your celebrity dub. <laughs> the Morning X. Wins. Kentucky Derby winner, uh, Medina Spirit. Is I that know. how they pronounce it? Yeah. Fails the drug test. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And <laughs> this is their explanation. Have you heard it yet? Uh, I haven't heard the explanation. I heard Bob Baffert, like a legendary trainer, is banned for now. Uh, here's what he said he thinks happened uh, that a barn worker took some cough syrup and peed on a bale of hay that the horse then ate. And that is his explanation as to why Medina's spirit was juiced for the Derby. I would love if that guy ever got caught cheating on his wife. I'd love to hear the story of <laughs> what actually happened. And, no, no, no. It wasn't cheating. I tripped and it just fell in. Like, what, <laughs> right. I would just lo love to hear that. I, so cough syrup is to blame in the urine of another person who just peed on some hay. Right. And there was a lot more in the horse than just some cough syrup. So I don't know why where he's coming from with this or why he thinks that's going to help him get away with it. But, I mean, that's just that's just He insane. is, for real, though, Bob Baffert is a legend when it comes to horse racing. The guy has a ton of derby wins under his belt. Well, now we know why. Well, yeah, right. But he's the guy you go to, right? Like, he was the, the, the be-all, end-all when it comes to that. And uh, for him to get banned, it's uh, it's massive. Yeah, the, the, the horse fell on a syringe. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Wow. Uh, I, that's Who told him, hey, no, 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 go with this statement. This is good. Like, you have to have a PR person around you at this point. Right. You, and no one's saying, hey, Bob, 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 let, let's let the cough syrup thing just sit for a minute and think about it. Right. That means that a committee of people all heard that and said, all right, let's go with mm, that. Let's go with that. That's, that's good. The that's cough syrup. That's better thing. than anything else we got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. We've well. tried to get the horse into rehab. <laughs> I don't know what you want from us. This isn't my fault. The horse had a problem. Yeah, well, that's what you get when the cartels win. Horse is just at the gym 24 hours a day, <laughs> lifting. <laughs> it's got unexplained acne and shrunken <laughs> testicles. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. I got big ups going out here. I got to give some big ups to the uh, Rockford Karate Center. Over the weekend, some students from the Rockford Karate Center won uh, multiple medals at the AAU Region 6 Super Regional Championship out there in Chicago, including three gold medals. Well done. Back in September 
2020, the dojo opened back up after being shut down for a while, so the students had to learn kind of socially distance from each other. But eight months later, they've joined back up and are preparing for nationals. Well done, guys. Well, let's give some big ups, shall we? Big, big up, big up. My mom never let me join karate when I was a kid because she knew better. I always wanted to because I was a big fan of the movie Three Ninjas. Remember the movie Three Ninjas with those three kids who learned karate from their grandpa who was inexplicably Asian, even though all three children and their parents were white. Uh, but they uh, they learn karate or learn ninja skills from their grandpa, and then they end up beating the bad guys. See, in that movie, they learn how to throw pepper bombs at people, <laughs> which I didn't realize was a martial art to, you know, just wrap some paprika in a coffee filter and throw it at somebody's eyeballs. I guess that's a move you can do. But my mom knew that I would try to do that kind of stuff at karate practice. <laughs> like uh, They'd be like, yes, uh, it's more about discipline, Kevin. We've told you a hundred times, don't bring your nunchucks to karate practice. Well, yeah, big ups again to the Rockford Karate Center and the students who won gold medals and are on their way to nationals. That's pretty big. Nationals is huge. It's going to take place this summer in South Carolina. Six students are on their way there and are training now for nationals. Basically, what I'm trying to say, if you run into a kid in Rockford, don't mess with them because they will kick you straight in the junk. No, they won't. They won't really do that. They've been trained not to use it. Okay, that's what you do. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Good morning. It's uh, Kev here with uh, Matt Hall. Hello. You did your like SNL uh, intro there. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Starring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like... It's Saturday Night Live with Matt Hall. <laughs> Featuring Chris Kattan, <laughs> Will Ferrell. I think that guy died. He did. Not yeah. Will Ferrell, but the guy who does the voice. He did, yes. He did pass away. And I believe, uh, what's the guy's name that did uh, Sean Connery on the Celebrity oh, Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. I don't know his name. He's he's funny, though. He is. I, I know his name. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he's doing Daryl Hannah. <laughs> Musical guests. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> the Baja Men. <laughs> Let the dogs. <laughs> oh, we could do like four hours of this. They've bit. had so many bad musical guests on but that show. <laughs> we gotta do Rockford Misconnections. Right. <laughs> you forgot about them, didn't you? The Baja Men. I mean, were they on Saturday Night they Live? Were. Oh, jeez. They were the musical guests. All right, let's do Rockford Misconnections. Okay. Every Wednesday, we dig deep into the Rockford Craigslist and the Misconnections section to find out who's looking for love, who's trying to find their soulmate or reconnect with somebody that they met and lost contact with. That's right, Kev. Tell us all about the hot guy-on-guy action out there that's happening on Craigslist. Got a problem with guy-on-guy? I don't know. It just it Technically, seems like... what we're doing right now is guy-on-guy action. <laughs> it sure is. Technically. It sure is, but it's soft and easy. Yeah. Um, we'll start with this one. Somebody's looking for <laughs> Alyssa. Alyssa? Yeah, Alyssa. And I want to play Is This Dirty or Not. You ready? Yep. Okay. Alyssa, did you lose my number? I miss visiting you on my lunch breaks. We used to get pie for dessert every time. (laughs) Email me if you'd like to get together again. Now, getting pie for dessert, is that dirty or not? Let's let's debate. No, I think he was just talking. He used to go get a nice slice of pie with this lady. You don't think that has anything to do with uh, downstairs pie? I... No, I don't think so. But, I mean, it's Craigslist, so I'm not ruling it out. But I think this one, I think it's just a guy who liked eating pie with his lady. Uh, chocolate pie? Any kind of pie. Cream pie? Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. Could, I think they, I just said something wrong there. It could be either one, yeah. <laughs> you might want to delete that last thing I, I said. Again, is this dirty is the question. I don't, you started it. I don't know. It could be construed as such because it is pie. in the misconnection section. But it could legitimately be a guy who used to get pie with a girl. I'm hoping it's just about pie. You are? Yeah. Why would you hope for the boring one? I don't know, because I'm tired of all the dirtiness. That's why That's why Alyssa stopped reconnecting with you, because you couldn't go past pie. Right. How about take me out for a steak dinner, a-hole? Pie every time for lunch? Forget it. And a way to cheap out, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one says, looking for Rachel B., who worked at Cherryvale Mall in 95 or 96. What is that, like 30 years ago? Yeah, it's a very long time ago. <laughs> I'm trying to find a girl I knew for a brief time in the mid-90s. Her name is Rachel. 
Uh, her last name started with a B. So Rachel B, somebody's looking for you. She worked at Cherryville Mall, a uh, store near Macy's. If you are her or know her, email me and tell me the name of the store you worked at or what type of merchandise they sold. I gotta, I gotta say, she doesn't remember you. Yeah. And if you were to go there and be like, hey, do you guys remember Rachel B? She worked here in 95. They'd be like, are you insane? Why, how would we even know that? You're not going to find her. It's, no. It's too, it's too, it's been too long. We'll put it that way, right? <laughs> Rachel B has moved on. I'm sorry. Yeah, either that or she just has no idea who you are. If, if you met her for a brief time, that's too long ago for a brief time. If you had several dates with her, that's different. He knew her, like he, so he worked with her or knew her or something for just a, a tiny. For, for all we know, he used to go to this store and stare at her from a distance. See, now we're talking. I'm thinking that that's more like it. <laughs> for for all we know, that's what was going on. It wasn't. It wasn't one of those. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, I, I, I had several dates with you. It's it's more like. A, nah, one of those. Yeah. What if Rachel B was one of the mannequins? That could be that too. I'm the, I'm, he's he named it Rachel B. That wouldn't be surprising. So, I mean, it's Craigslist, like I said. So, I've got several Rachel B's in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Rachel B. There's someone after you. And uh, there's a theme here this week, by the way. The All theme right. is people looking for particular people. Okay. This one says, in search of Porsche. Okay. That now, sounds like a stripper. No, not the car. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm in search of a gal. First of all, I love that. I'm in search of a gal. <laughs> looking for a fine dame out there. She's the bee's knees. <laughs> Trying to reconnect with a woman I met at the soda shop. <laughs> it says, I'm in search of a gal I dated one time. To be honest, I'm not positive. I'm not sure if I spelled her name right. She's a beautiful black woman from Rockford, around 50 or less years old. We dated six years ago. Tell her that Jeff is looking for her. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, lady. Here comes another one. Here comes, yeah. Tell that Jeff's on the loose and he's looking for her now. He's here, back. Here comes Jeff. Jeff's back on the streets and he's looking for you. Good God. Run away. Is it Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> you wish. I do. Yeah, yeah, Porsche. Run away, Porsche. Run away. Yeah, I mean that's that's all we can tell you, Porsche, is watch out for this dude. But let's go let's go back a second. Around fifty or less years old. Okay. Fatal mistake right there. You are never supposed to guess at a woman's age. No, no. And highball it. He highballed it. Fifty or less. She's between the ages of eighty-five and forty. I don't know. Somewhere in between. She could be thirty or she could be seventy-five. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna guess like sixty-three, maybe. <laughs> she could be twenty. I don't know. Look in the prune juice section. You'll find her. <laughs> well, would it be Portia if she was that old? I don't know if there are any ninety-year-old uh, women walking around named Portia. Probably that. Hey, my name's Portia. Oh, watch me in the pole. It's Kev. I love that guy. On one zero four nine. Lock in the morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Cav, the very flat-chested Matt Hall here. What's up, buddy? I don't know about flat-chested. I have been uh, gaining some pounds lately. Oh, you got that Pandemic 15 going I, on? I do. I, I'd say I'm a good A cup. You got them quarantities? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That made me laugh. I uh, got that from the very funny Abby Sanchez ah, at uh, CG's Comedy Club a couple weeks ago. Very funny. Uh, I have, like, I got to steal that. But yep. got to give, give him props. That's, uh, that's Abby pretty, Sanchez. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, I want to see what, how you feel about this. You're a guy in the dating pool, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. Deadpool, dating pool, sure. <laughs> There's the can-do. Go get him, Matt. A <laughs> uh, survey found two-thirds of people, single people, uh, would dump somebody if their blank didn't like them. If their blank didn't like them. What do you them. think it is? What's in the blank, Matt? You know, uh, you know I want to say like mom or something, but uh, it's probably like their dog or their pet. I bet you it's something to do with pets. Yep, if their pet didn't like them. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, I would be more concerned about family and friends because a pet can't speak English. That's right. So it can't be, a pet can't be in your ear all the time. Like, you know, you need to dump that a-hole. You know what I mean? Like, it, and, and some pets hate everybody. Like your dog. Your dog hates everyone. My dog, like, my dog isn't is an a-hole. My dog is a jerk. That's what uh, you keep saying, yeah. But my dog is very friendly once he knows you. Okay. But if that were the rule, I would have to dump everybody because initially he is very uncomfortable and very kind of snippy. Yeah. People, people get uncomfortable around him. But it takes like an hour of like just put in the time with him and he'll get used to you and it'll be fine. So like, but, but pets are not <laughs> – pets are okay judges of character, but 
Sometimes you need to warm somebody up, even a person. I don't understand. Yeah, I, you should probably also be more concerned about what yeah your your people close to you think as opposed to what your dog thinks. I mean, not that I'm discounting. Like you said, pets are very intuitive. Right, but they can also be shy too. But they're shy, and- you know. And if if a pet won't go near me, it's not because the pet senses that I am a Craigslist killer. It's <laughs> it's it's because the the pet is shy. At first, I don't know. It's not. It's not always the person's fault. I have a thing with just animals running at me at all times. Like I'll go. Uh, Chelsea's on this show. Sometimes I go to her house. She has three dogs, and they just come charging at me as soon as I get there. In a loving way, or where they're going to rip your face? Well, I don't off? know. It's scary at first, but then it kind of yeah. They just kind of start jumping all over the place. Then they recognize your downy smell, and uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I tell you what. If, if I had a dog and, and he didn't like who I was with, uh, too bad, dog. Um, I don't care. I mean, you have to give it time. Yeah. You, know, you, you really do have to give it time. Like, you, get, if if, it, if the dog still wants to rip his head off after a week, maybe something's wrong. Yeah. But it, you have to give it time. You can't just be like, oh, he barked at you. Sorry. Sorry. Swipe left or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been in the dating pool for a very long time, uh, so I have no I, idea. I, left swipe <laughs> is no. I do know that. And then okay. uh, right swipe um, is, is, is yes, apparently. People are just nuts with their pets, though. I get that you love your pet. I love my pet. Uh, of course. But there's a there's a line, you know, like 69 percent of people said they'd rather be in a fight with a significant other than in a fight with their pet. What is wrong with people like that's <laughs> no, at no point ever would you want to. Uh. I have heard that it is uh, one of those things on dating sites that'll make you uh, click away if it says like dog mom in their profile, stuff like that. Oh, like, really? Or my dogs are my fur babies, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Is that a turn off for you? Uh, yeah, left swipe. Sorry, I'm not putting up with all that. Well, what's there to put up with? I mean, they love their pets. Well, you just know that that's all they're going to be talking about, and fur ba- my fur babies, this and that. It's, that's what's going to come first. That she's going to put that dog before you at all times. You like like you said. Wouldn't you want to as well? I mean, I, I mean, I love dogs. So like, I, I love dogs too. If I were dating and it said dog mom, it wouldn't be an immediate turn off. It would not immediately, no. But if she like went off about all of it, you know, sorry. If you dress your dog up in a suit for the Easter party, <laughs> you know, that's that's another thing. You know, I don't believe dogs <laughs> like being dressed up. You know, when you see a dog with a sweater on, I, I feel like they hate that. You can just see it in its eyes. Like, get this thing off me. Uh, actually, scientifically, they say it can be comforting. It depends on the really? weight, the weight of the sweater and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like their fur is their sweater, right? They don't need a jacket. Well, for warmth, for warmth, that's different. But for like, like calmness, I guess you can calm a they dog do down. They do make calming like blankets. Yeah, and yeah, yes, right. I do know that. Right. There is, there is a thing like but that. I just know that uh, my parents' dog. Whenever they try to put like a scarf on him, he hate, he hates it. He's like, "Get this off of me! What are you doing?" <laughs> Send a text. Text Kev and your answer to five nine four five seven. Is your pet not liking somebody a deal breaker? I'm interested in this. You can leave us a voicemail to eight one five five seven five XVM one. Matt says, "If you're a dog mom, you're out." Yeah, left swipe. <laughs> well, what does she look like though? <laughs> She's hot, Matt. <laughs> okay, well then, right swipe. She's smoking. You know what? My standard. I have no standards, so what, what right if, swipe on everybody. What, what if she says, "I have fourteen cats"? Sure, why not? You know, we'll just go to my house. If she's hot, yeah. If she, yeah. If she's yeah. super hot, yeah. Why not? What, what if she says, "I have uh, three lizards, a snake, and uh, a tarantula"? Oh man, I'm not a lizard person, but again, uh, if she's super hot, all that kind of <laughs> trumps everything else, and that goes with. Both sides, too, I, I think. What if she has, like, scorpions and black widow spiders as pets, and, you know, she's like, oh, my poison babies. Who are you describing right now? I don't know. There's some people out like there. Like a Batman villain? You, you've heard the Craigslist ads we read on this that's show. That's true. We just don't go to their house, that's all. <laughs> it's called compromise. <laughs> all right, we'll take it. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X at 8.17. It is Kev, of course, on the phone at this time every Thursday with Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention of Visitors Bureau. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Always good to have you back. And, uh, of course, i got to bring you in on our Facebook question of the day because uh, we were talking about this earlier. You have dogs, right? I did have a dog. Yes. Now, now, I know you and I are married people, so this really doesn't apply to us anymore. But uh, a survey said that uh, two-thirds of single people would break up with somebody if their pet did not like the person they were dating. Oh, uh, my gosh. Well... <laughs> <laughs> my dog you had to really warm um warm up to her she, she needed some time so same <laughs> i don't know if, if i did that that might be a problem in my you know love life back in the day <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, a guy would get sick of coming over if the dog kept like biting buttons off his shirt and stuff. You know, it might it might be the guy who breaks it off because you're a whole dog. Oh, uh, my dog was awesome, but <laughs> she had to warm up to you. Like she was a Lhasa Apso, so those dogs are known for you know their little cute temperament, but being feisty as well. And she definitely owned up to her name, so she was awesome. Yeah, my dog Chewy, same thing. He's a he's a jerk until you know him for a while. Then then he'll love you as long as you give him belly rubs and treats and all that, you know. But it, See? but you have to ease and, and, into it. And rightfully so. I mean, who <laughs> right. wouldn't, right? Right, he's just being protective, right? Sure. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So, uh, so what's happening yeah, across I, the uh, Rockford region today? Oh, you know, there's a lot going on. This weekend's going to be great. I know the weather. I think the rain's going to hold out, which I love. Um, let's start by talking about something that I'm super excited about because this is one of those indoor intimate like concert experiences that we have been missing for so long, right? We didn't see it at all this past year, and now they're coming back. So I'm excited about this. It's Mendelssohn Performing Arts Center. They're hosting our Wesley Carr. He's performing Friday evening, 730. Check it out if you can. He's basically a national mandolin player. He um, specializes in the bluegrass and acoustic jazz. So if you want that, like, low-key, relaxing kind of music, check it out. Mendelssohn is near downtown, so I always say make it a little date night, grab a bite to eat in downtown Rockford, and then head on over there. Of course, you will need to. Actually, I, have a, I actually have a clip uh, from uh, one of his albums. Actually, oh, uh, he oh, sounds oh. like this. You know, it's not one of his more popular yeah. songs, but he's he, mm. you know, it's, it's he tried to make it a hit. You know, it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> great song, Kev. Great, great choice there. Yeah, uh, here's uh, here's uh, another one. This was his second big single. scoop, scoop whoop. It's before he picked up yeah. the mandolin, you know. It's one of his. Oh, it's one of his old tracks. So from yeah, from years ago. Okay, <laughs> like that one, like it. <laughs> so there you go. That's what you can expect if you go Friday night. No, that it'll be a great show. It's it's nice, but they do say definitely pre-register for this in advance. And also, what I love about this is they're now offering the option of streaming it online. So if you can't make it in person, you can at least watch it online. Excellent. You can hear the ball song uh, online if you want to. Fun. <laughs> there you go. So that is going on. Also, Brews on First Beer Fest is going on. This is on Saturday. It's all day. The gates open at 1. The event ends at 5. It is 21 and older, of course. And be sure to bring your designated driver with you. Um, but it's time to get outside, get some fresh air, get on the field, drink some beer. They're going to have beer vendors set up all around the field. They're also going to have food and mixed drinks available for purchase if you're interested in that. And they are going to have some games, various games on the field. So that should be super fun. What type of games are we talking about here? Monopoly, chess? I mean, I would assume some baseball-type related games. But I guess you're going to have to go to find out. And, you know, this could be actually really fun to participate in, but even to watch, right? So if you can imagine, that would be pretty funny. (laughs) Maybe it would be. Yeah, so that would be good. But also, the, you know, the main, of course, is to check out the different beer vendors. If you're a beer enthusiast and you want to know more, you can add some cool beers to your already great list. So check it out if you can. That's all day Saturday. Also, if you're a shopper, this is great. This is the Pexing Antique and Flea Market going on at the Winnebago County Fairgrounds Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 5, both days. This is the 40th semi-annual now. So they've been doing this for quite some time. But now they have 40 acres over there at the Winnebago County Fairgrounds, and they utilize all the space because they have so many great vendors. They're going to have anything from antiques, furniture, decor, glassware, apparel, and more. So if you are interested in all that, maybe nostalgic items, too, from back in the day, they're going to have vendors that sell that type of thing. Check it out. I just had a really big facepalm moment. Because Uh-oh. I've been hearing about this event, I've been uh, talking about it with uh, my friends down the hall, and I just now realized why it's called the Peck thing. Because for a while, for a while, I'm going, why Uh-oh. would they call it the Peck thing? I didn't know it was spelled P-E-C. First of all, uh, and now I realize it's because the fairgrounds are in Peckatonica. Oh, it, it all connects. Yeah. Wow, I'm dumb. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're not dumb. We'll let that one slide, won't we? Okay, good. We'll, we'll but but you know, if next year it, it is not to be forgiven because now I know. <laughs> You'll never forget this moment, Cap. Every time we talk about the event, <laughs> so that is definitely something fun to do on your Saturday or Sunday. 
definitely go. It's always a great time. I've been. It's fun. I also just want to mention where to eat, shop, and explore locally. Francesco's where to eat maybe this weekend if you're interested in going out and about. The Midwest Rustic is a great new shop in downtown where you can go and get some great wood rustic signs and other fun things. And then explore the Erlander Home Museum, which is always a great place to learn more about our ancestry and our culture. So check it out. Of course, these events and fun local places and more can be found at GoRockford.com. Well, thank you very much. Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Your tool of the day, powered by Retool of Rockford on 104.9. The Morning X. Today's tool comes to us uh, from Kansas City, Missouri. This guy went and bought a Ford Explorer and then posed for a picture with a new vehicle like you do when you buy a new car. Uh, he bought a $58,000 SUV, and he bought it using a stolen identity. All right? Already a douchebag, right? Now, when you buy a car with a stolen identity, odds are you want to keep that under wraps, right? You want to keep that on the down low. Not this guy. You know what this guy did? He took that picture that he posed for at the dealership and put it on his own Instagram account. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! You know what is on your Instagram account? Your name, dumbass. <laughs> so the dealership quickly realized what was going on. Police took the photo, spread it across social media, asking for help identifying him. The guy was quickly identified on Twitter, and it turned out that when they found him, he had already been arrested for other crimes. That doesn't surprise me because he's not very good at not getting caught. Don't be a tool like this fool, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools. Not these dumbass kind of tools, but the good kind. The kind you use to fix things. The kind you use to work around the house, etc. Go see Dave on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese, or just go online to rockfordretool.com. It's Kev. Excellent. On 104.9. This is incredible. The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X, powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tint headquarters. It is Kev. And sometimes we get these surveys to talk about. People send us these things, and it makes me wonder why somebody did this survey to begin with. That's my first question here. Somebody asked 1,200 people which animals they think they could beat in a fight. Meaning unarmed, no weapons, fist fight. You get a fist fight with an animal. Which animal do you think you could take? <laughs> and uh, could you beat uh, could you beat up a lion? Was one of the questions. Eight percent of people said yes. They could beat up a lion, the king of the jungle. <laughs> and that's not just a guy thing. I thought immediately, like, yeah, that's just guys thinking they could do anything because that's that's how we are. Doesn't matter what it is, we think we could do it. My 62-year-old father-in-law was watching American Ninja Warrior, and he's like, I could do that. <laughs> uh, but 8% of people said they could beat up a lion. 7% of women said yes to that one. So it's not just a macho guy thing. An elephant, 8% said they could beat up an elephant. I don't know if you've ever seen video of an angry elephant, but you don't stand a chance, dude. <laughs> you might want to chill on that. Uh, a gorilla? 8%. 8% of people said they could beat up a gorilla. 6%, 1 in 17 Americas said they could take down a grizzly bear. I don't know where you're getting this confidence from. Remember the movie The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio? Did you see what that grizzly bear did to that guy? I know that was a movie, but it's scientifically accurate. You don't stand a chance. 17% said they could beat up a chimpanzee. It's because they think that they're cute and they're friendly and they're going to, you know, juggle or, you know, wear pants or do something cute. But uh, no, they're going to kick your ass and they'll rip off your genitals, too. That's what chimps do. They eat your face, rip off your genitals. So, yeah, you don't want to get in a fight with a chimp. <laughs> and like some of these, like the, all, all these animals I'm mentioning are on this survey. Like, so the survey literally asked people, could you beat up a house cat? And 69 percent. Nice, by the way, said they're confident they'd win. Of course. They asked, could you beat up a rat? Well, from what I understand, my friends over there in Chicago are having quite a rat problem right now. And they've actually deployed house cats or feral house cats, I should say, 
uh, just stray cats to take care of the rat problem. When the exterminators can't do a good enough job, when there's so many rats in a city that you have to send in the cats, that's a problem. Could you beat up a kangaroo? 14% said they could beat up a kangaroo. That's another animal where you probably think you can because they're known as cute, thanks to, like, Winnie the Pooh. But that kangaroo is going to stomp all over you, dude. How about a wolf? 23% said they could take down a large dog. 12% said they could beat up a wolf. Come on, people. These are vicious, dangerous animals. I don't know. I don't think I could take any animal. It'd be hard for me to beat up an animal. The only time I feel like I would need to is if I was being attacked. You know, if a wolf was attacking me, I would try to kick its ass, and then I would eventually lose. That's that's the way those things go. What about you? What animal could you beat up? Send me a text. <laughs> text Kev and your answer to 59457. I'm curious. The Morning X wins. It's 104.9 The Morning X at 819. Kev here and on the phone right now. Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. Welcome back. Hey, good to be back. Yeah, end of the season, Mike. It is. This is the uh, the end of the old road for the 2021 season, or whatever you want to call it. And I think somebody somebody summed it up pretty good the other day. Said 2020 2021 hockey season is probably best viewed in a rearview mirror. So yeah. I'm getting all poetic for you here this morning. No, that that's a that's a good that's a good way to look at it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's you know again, it was fun to, to have some hockey here, but let's. Uh, Let's turn the focus back on the fans. You know, let's get people back in the building. Yeah, so uh, final game at the BMO is tonight with the Chicago Wolves. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's uh, 6 o'clock tonight. We'll have some season ticket holders in, in the crowd again. And, and that's been awesome, by the way. Just having some folks in the building um, has, been, has, been, has been great. So um, it, it'll be nice to get more people in here um, for, for the home finale. And, you know, hopefully the Ice Hogs can uh, skate away with the victory and you know, we got one more game tomorrow in uh, in Hoffman Estates against the Wolves, and and that'll do it for the season. So, do you feel like there's a lot of hope for next season? Then, absolutely, yeah. I think things are trending in, in a really good direction, and you know, obviously, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what the heck's going to happen. You know, big right. picture, but right. we're we're I know shocking, right, Doctor you know, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went through 12 years of medical school, and I, now I'm, I'm I'm working in pro hockey. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> and now back uh, with Dr. Mike Peck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing I have in common with doctors is my handwriting. My handwriting is, is, is atrocious. Nobody uh, can read it. So. Oh, mine too. We could have a competition, I think. <laughs> the serial killer handwriting competition. <laughs> is that <what> that <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, I okay. guess. You know, I, right. I think maybe, actually. Maybe that was a little too far. No, you know what? I think actually serial killers probably have meticulously good handwriting, to be honest with you. They're, they're, they're usually those type of people. Do they dot the eyes with hearts? You know, like if it's a dot on the eye with a heart, is that what they, they would do? No, they dot it with a little blood drop. That's what they do. <laughs> there it is, yeah. Oh, man. I, I can't even remember what the question was. Well, we, we, were, sidetracked. we were just talking about the hope for next season and, uh, you know, what, what the outlook is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we are planning on, on opening up next season. So, um, you know, if that has to be walked back a little bit, I guess we'll have to do that. But, you know, right now, internally... Um, you know, it's, let's, let's go, let's, let's move this thing forward. And, you know, hopefully everything keeps, keeps trending in the right direction. And you got a lot, lot to look forward to next year, you know, with the uh, Blackhawks purchase of the Ice Hogs team, uh, you know, a lot more things stadium wise to look forward to and club wise. Yeah. So construction will start here, uh, real soon, probably within the next month or so. Um, and you know, a lot of those, a lot of those changes won't be made. The, the, the big visible ones won't be made until next summer. So this year, the arena floor is going to get replaced. So that'll start here. I'm guessing here probably sometime before June, mid June ish. Um, that'll, you know, again, a change that a lot of that nobody will notice because it's just essentially tearing up the floor and putting a new one in. Sure. But you know, we're hoping to update some bathrooms in here, which are sorely needed, and we're still holding out hope that the video board uh, can get changed over for next year. Maybe we add some ribbon boards. So that'll probably be the, the main renovation changes for uh, next fall. But, uh, yeah, then after that, hopefully, we, you know, we will have some bigger changes that they're still working on right now um, from, a, I guess, architectural standpoint. Um, so, yeah, over the next couple of years, this building will definitely start to uh, get to see some, some, some nice updates. And, that, and that's going to go a long way for, for concerts, too. 
you know, just having a nicer venue and stuff like that. It's not. I mean, it is great for hockey as well, but for for concert goers who uh, want to see better things happen, that that's going to be good too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and this place is an awesome place to watch anything. You know, whether you're talking hockey or concerts or basketball or sure. indoor football, whatever it is, this place is just that the sight lines are are awesome. And so that you know that that's what the arena really has going for it. Now let's update some amenities, and that's what's going to happen. So. Um, you know, the, eventually that whole front box office atrium area is going to be updated. And, you know, that, that's probably my least favorite part of this building. You walk in there and it screams 1979. You know, and <laughs> right. It, 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 it needs to be updated, and it will. It won't be updated in the fall, but uh, after next season, that, that whole area is going to completely change, and, and, and that's really needed. And, you know, we're looking for some, you know, bigger concourse space areas, which is, is also needed. Um, so, yeah, it, and... Like I said, it, the building is it's a great place to watch events and concerts, whatever it might be. But, uh, yeah, it's again, anytime you have a, an entertainment venue, I mean, look at, like, the United Center. I mean, they, that place got a complete, you know, head-to-toe makeover over, like, a four- or five-year span a couple of years back. And, you know, that building was built in, what, 1992 or something like that, 93? Yeah, right, so, yeah, right after they tore down Chicago Stadium. Yeah, there it is, yep, yep. So it's... Uh, you know, you have to give a little TLC to these buildings, and this building needs it here, and it's going to get it. Well, we're very excited about that, and of course, excited about the prospect of uh, you know working closer with the Blackhawks as far as the Ice Hogs go. Uh, I mean, they already work together. Of course, uh, you know, in case mm-hmm. a listener doesn't know, the Ice Hogs, uh, the minor league affiliate for the the Blackhawks. Uh, so, I mean, is it, does it affect that relationship at all with the ownership of the team? Does it does it change anything? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, there'll, there'll be some changes for sure, and it's it's just going to be all positive. I mean, it's a 15-year lease agreement with the building here. You know, the Blackhawks now, you know, helping out with some resources for for the hockey club, and you know, hopefully, we have a little bit more flexibility. And you know, the the setup we had before was 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 really solid. You know, we we had a great re- relationship with the building. You know, with the city, the county, uh, everything was you know everything ran really really well. But it's uh, getting the Blackhawks now involved. Um, it, it's going to be tremendous. So we're really excited for that, the integration with them. And, again, you know, the, the beauty of, of this whole partnership and our relationship with the Blackhawks is they can instill a lot of their values here in Rockford, you know, and, and, and help us out in some certain areas where we may not have been able to, to get help before. So, um, right. you know, some fan experience stuff, some game operation stuff. Those are the areas that I'm really looking forward to, to upgrading and enhancing the experience for the fans. Because, hey, again, at the end of the day, I know it sounds cliche and corny, but we do this for the fans. And that's why the season's been so tough, up to, uh, with the, the exception of the last couple of games. You know, playing in front of an empty building, uh, that is not why we do this. You know, we do right. this to, uh, you know, it's not why you're on the, on the radio, right? You, you do this to broadcast to, to the mm. listeners out there and yes. provide some entertainment. and. To, to sit in your basement and talk to yourself and do this, it's, it's not the same. And that's essentially what we were doing for about three months here this season. I think the difference is, though, if I had a million people listening, I would never know. <laughs> that is true. That is that is always the tough part. And I know that's sometimes hard for listeners to grasp because, you know, being behind the mic sometimes, you you sit and think, like, boy, is anyone really listening out there? And, and then when you say something stupid, then you really realize how many people are listening out there. Oh, yeah. And if, and if, you, yeah, if you ever sat at home talking to yourself... That's what I do. That's literally <laughs> all I do every day uh, until until nice dudes like Mike Peck call up. Dude, we wish you the best of luck in these last couple of games for the Rockford Ice Hogs, of course, again tonight at the BMO uh, Hogs and Wolves. You can hear that game on Sports Fan Radio 1330 or AHL TV. Mike Peck, uh, well, I guess that's going to do it for this season. We'll miss you until next season. Yeah, well, I appreciate all the support again, Kev, and uh, it's it's been fun. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll get it fired back up. Uh, by the way, opening night Saturday, November the sixth. Mark it on the calendar. Uh, we're, we'll be starting a couple weeks later than what the rest of the league will. Uh, at least at home, we'll start on the road uh, because of the renovation. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to uh, to November. Well, let's put this right. I, I can't wait for summer. Yeah. Then after summer, we'll look forward to November. How right. about that? Yeah, let's do summer first. But uh, in the meantime, we <laughs> hope well, we hope to have a reason to talk to you before then. But if not, we'll uh, start talking again in November. And uh, we can't wait. Keep your eyes on IceHogs.com. Thanks, Mike. All right, Kev. Thank you. 
And the only 1049. Take a listen. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Hey, happy Friday, dude. The lovely, happy, chipper Matt Hall. Oh, I'm always in a great mood. Are you kidding me? The most cheerful news guy on the planet. <laughs> I try, because the stories are so depressing sometimes. They you, are. You, you gotta be cheery. Oh, they are. They are. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about this recently because this happened to me. What do you do, Matt Hall? When you hear a strange noise or a loud noise in the middle of the night in your place, um, I immediately think there's a murderer in my apartment. <laughs> you, go right, you go right like, for that. I don't. That's right where I go to. You go right for the highest drama possible. Uh huh. So, and then if I hear it again, then I gotta get out of bed and get my bat and then go check. Right. So, what do you? Yeah. What do you actually do? Do you actually get up or do you? Do you wait for another noise? I wait for a second one because I do. I I do know that it might just be the wind or my loud neighbor upstairs or down. I have loud neighbors. <laughs> they stomp around. So it could be that. But if I hear it again, then I have to investigate. See, I'm married, so I automatically am the one who has to go check. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have a built-in alarm system with a dog. Mm-hmm. If the dog's not barking, I'm probably not going to be concerned. Yeah, he barks at everything. Pretty right? much. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, you know, there was a loud noise the other night, and, <laughs> and what I do is I start to slowly walk down the hallway with whatever <laughs> excuse for a weapon I happen to grab on the way out of the room. Like, you better better leave or I'll hit you with this dog tennis ball. I'm serious. <laughs> I keep a bat by my bed, actually. Just in case. I've seen too many movies. Like, you really keep a bat? I do. Sure. Like, right by the bed. Just in, it, I've never had to use it, thank God. But just in case. There's plenty of things you could use as a bat, right? I mean, you don't need a bat. Well, yeah, but I like to, you know, I like the feel of a good old wood bat. You know, these kids these days with the aluminum bats, no, go back to the wood. (laughs) You ever, like, yell down the hallway, like, hello? Anybody there? Well, my place is pretty small, so I can, uh, (laughs) my bedroom is literally in my living room, so I, I mean, you know, it's right there. You can send a text in to 59457, start it with Kev. Anyone here to kill me? Hello? (laughs) Who is it, murderer? What do you do if there's a loud noise in your apartment? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, you got to warn them. Or maybe you could yell out something more threatening than the weapon you have. I'm naked, and here I come. (laughs) So you better be ready for me. uh, We've got the Rona. You better... (laughs) That's right. You better get out of our apartment. We're infected. I haven't been vaccinated, so look out for me. Why am I, I don't know why I'm talking like a 1940s radio announcer. I, don't know, I feel like I'm getting into that, too. Excuse me, young man. Watch out. <laughs> I've got a weapon, and I can take you down. Don't make me knock you on the noggin. <laughs> get out of here, you no-account income poop. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't send him screaming, that robber screaming. I'm sure. Like, yeah, God, we picked the weirdest people to rob. Like, we just... <laughs> We're robbing a place in 1935. What's happening? I love those 1940s insults. I do, too. What are you doing here, you overgrown sack of papers? Get I feel like that's a good time to live. Like, I, I could have thrived in, like, the roaring 20s, I think. You know. Perhaps. Uh, but I don't know if you know this, but right after the roaring 20s. Big depression. Was yeah, the I know. Great depression. I know. So, so just keep that in mind when you're wishing for that. <laughs> okay. Because there, well, I didn't say past the 20s. I said in that time frame. Oh, you just want to live 1920 to 1929 yeah. and then die. Is that what's what that it is? Mo- yeah. What's that movie with Leo where he's got that meme where he like puts the glass up? like The, the Great Gatsby? Yes, The Great yeah. Gatsby. Uh-huh. Live that style. I don't know anything. All I know is from movies and, and, and things. So, Right. So, and that was a book, too, which I didn't read. So you are immediately, if, if you go by the movies, then somebody's in your apartment, you hear a noise at night, you're going to do all the wrong things. Oh, of course. Because that's what you do in movies. Yeah. Immediately make all the bad choices. You know, go out there. And, I mean, maybe I shouldn't bring a weapon because in the movies, they first, they, they check out to see what's going on. And they don't even, like, think to, like, protect themselves. Yeah, in the movies, it'd be like, yeah, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm Hello? sure it's nothing. Hello, is everybody okay out here? What's going on? Is that you? Here I am, defenseless. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Agreed. You can uh, participate on our Facebook page as well at the X Rockford, or leave us a voicemail, 815-575-XVM1. I need you to start using this X voicemail line. I'm paying for it, goddammit. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics.